Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have episode 23 of the Box Office Beatdown Show. This is the show that we go through the weekend's box office and talk about them and all that stuff. I am joined by my co-host of the Box Office Beatdown Show, once again, Larry from LC Screen Talk. Larry, how are you? I'm doing all right. How about you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing all right. I'm off the sick bed, finally. Um, and I'm good. I missed a lot of shows this week, but I've missed. I didn't realize how much I I actually do like what I do as far as podcasting. So I've missed it. So I'm glad to do three shows today. Glad the box office is on time today on a Sunday, not a Monday. Feels weird Ooh. doing it on us on us on a Monday. But we're back. Um. All right. Let's get right into it. This is the weekend box office for the weekend of uh, the first weekend of August. August 2nd was when the weekend started, and we had the opening releases of, of, of of course, Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw. We had a limited, limited releases for The Nightingale and Loose. So, uh, Larry, first things first, what came number one this week? Coming in at number one is, in fact, Hobbs and Shaw, the first of the Fast and Furious spinoff films delivered a very strong 60.8 million opening weekend here domestic. Worldwide, it opened to 180 million. So obviously not up to the big numbers the most recent franchises uh, films from Fast and Furious made. But I don't I don't know that they were expecting the spin-off to make quite as much as the the regular Fast and Furious films. Right. Um yeah, I saw this number and I was a little taken aback because I thought it was going to be a little a little bit more just because although I'm not a fan of the franchise, I know there's a big, big audience for this franchise. Um, and I know the Rock and Jason Statham, those trailers were really good. They look really good in them and stuff. So I was expecting a little bit higher of a number. Um, I do think we underestimated um, the Once Upon a Time in, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and the, and the Lion King did really well this weekend. So I think we underestimated um, the Lion King in its third week especially the once upon a time in its second week. So, um, yeah, I, I think I think this movie probably would have done better if it came out this weekend. Um, you know, because then you have like a much more of a bigger break from The Lion King and then you have a, a bigger break from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And the only movie it's going up it will be going up against uh next weekend was Dora. Um I'm not sure how well Dora's going to be doing, but um, yeah, I do think it's good still for, for the most part. It was in 4,000 plus theaters. Um, I don't know. Next week it's already pretty packed, though. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, there's like five new releases in 1,500 plus theaters. <laughs> there is, and it's like, uh, what was it? Uh, Dora and um, The Kitchen. The Art of Racing in the Rain. Right, yeah, I forgot about to oh, right, the Dark. Yeah. I'm at the Brian list now. Banks. Uh, Brian Banks, I don't. Um, I think that was. I think, I think Brian Bakes is August 9th. Um, I'm on the. I'm on the list right. Oh, August 9th is this weekend. Good lord. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, actually. Um. <laughs> actually, yeah. There's a. There's. There's a lot. Yeah. Um. The Peanut Butter Falcon is next weekend too. Um. All right. So maybe. So maybe. So maybe I'm wrong. But um. Yeah. I just was expecting a bigger number, but it didn't get a big number. Uh, that big, big of a number like the Fast and Furious franchise did. It. It. It is like over 30 million less than what the face. The fate of the Furious got. Um, which is kind of sad because I actually really enjoyed it. Um, surprisingly, I know everyone. I, just, I think I don't know. I think the spinoff series. Whenever you do spinoff films, one, I think they should lower your budget for your spinoff film. Okay, um, yeah, there's a lot but, going on. 
you know, I don't know. I just, uh, you know, you don't have Vin Diesel. You don't have the whole crew there. Um, so although you have The Rock and Jason Statham, I don't know. I feel like there's always just something a little bit more special when you have, like, an OG crew all present for a film. Um, this, I mean, it's, I think it's a, a good start. It's certainly bigger than the early Fast and Furious <laughs> uh, films were. And actually, this is a pretty good win for both of them as solo stars. Uh, the Rock, of course, is pretty reliable, but, you know, Rampage and Skyscraper, uh, Skyscraper last okay. year uh, didn't perform great. So this is like a, a nice little uptick again for The Rock before, uh, you know, uh, the jungle, um, yeah, I was about to say, he'll yeah. fix that when Jumanji comes out. Because um, Jumanji, I think it's going to do a big number this year, especially when it's not going up against no Star Wars. Oh, it is, actually. It um, is. Um, we'll see then. Um, yeah, as far as, see, I actually like the fact that the crew wasn't in this one. I just despise the other Fast and Furious movies. Oh. After, before Fast Five. Before, Wait, like, say, um, you like this, but you don't I, the Fast I, yeah. Furious I, I like Fast Five. I don't like Six through Eight. I think they're just so annoying. And um, I was kind of liking the fact that I didn't have Vin Diesel and his family, rely on family, all that dumb stuff. Um, I didn't care for Ludacris and Tyrese. I'm glad. I'm kind of glad. I kind of like Jason Statham and The Rock by themselves. Maybe that's why I liked it more um, because I don't – I like I could not for the – Love of God, I do not care for that ninth Fast and Furious movie at all. There's an audience for it. Y'all have fun with them. I don't have fun with them at all. But I did enjoy, yeah, but I did enjoy Hobbs and Shaw. Had a good time with it. I don't know. It felt very Fast and Furious. I mean, the family was shoved down our throats the whole movie, just like always. Uh, I don't know. The the dad jokes were present. Rock and Jason Statham were laying down those cheesy low liners left, right, and center. They was. I don't know. I mean, it felt very... Very fast and furious to me, so it's just interesting that you thought it felt different. It did, like it felt, like I it felt fast and furious e, but like I for like five movies straight, I've got to listen to Vin Diesel say the word family a thousand times. If now in this movie, if The Rock is saying it and like his mom is saying it, that's fine. That's new. That's different. But I, I just, I, I stopped caring for those movies when they, like, we knew what they kind of, what kind of movies they were kind of, they, they, they were. I thought for me, they, they just got way too ridiculous, but still trying to be serious, you know, and still trying to have these emotional punches. I like the fact that the Hobbs and Shaw is a little bit of emotional, maybe like a tiny pinch of emotional stuff towards the end with him and his family. But it wasn't, it still knew what it was at the end of the day, and it wasn't taking itself seriously. And that's what I liked about it. Um, yeah, I just don't like the franchise at all. But, um, yeah, I was expecting a big of, um, I, I say I was expecting maybe like uh, at least 70 for the movie, but um, 60s fine. I mean, 60s is still good going up against Lion King in week three. So, and that's and it did deliver on expectations. Uh, 60 million was what it was expected to make, so it pretty much came in right where they expected it to make. So, this time tracking did well, yes, um, did very well. So, I don't know, we'll see how it the budget was 200 million. It was, I do recommend, I do agree with you as far as the budget could have been like. 100 to 150 and still would have did like a good number um because there's a lot going on there is a lot going on in the movie there's a lot of stakes not stakes there's a lot of just action set pieces that really just don't need to be there um but yeah all right so let's get into the number two spot what do we got 
So coming in at number two, finally falling out of the top spot after three weeks of release, we have The Lion King, the latest of the quote unquote live action Disney remakes, delivered 38.2 million in its third week of release. That brings the new Disney film up to 430.8 million domestic and an amazing. billion worldwide. So actually a really great week for The Lion King. It also still has some like Japan and Italy to come for its worldwide uh, uh, complete total. So, I mean, yeah, just as I think everybody anticipated The Lion King just delivering huge numbers. Right. Um, So they actually had a theater... They actually added more to the theater count, which is kind of crazy. And um, yeah, the third weekend and a fifty percent drop is still pretty good. Um, I thirty-eight million is still a really a really really big number for the movie. I think it will it'll only continue to have legs. Um, do you feel like maybe this could be number one next weekend? The Lion King. Like, do you think Hobbs and Shaw's gonna kind of hold over the Lion King? I don't um, know because the way I we've might... been seeing Aladdin do. I just, I, I, the legs on the Lion King is gonna be a long time before it's out. All right, we had a little bit of te- technical difficulties, everyone. Larry, what were you saying about the um, Lion King? Yeah, stuff? so I think uh, I would, I would expect Fast and Furious, Hobbs and Shaw to drop like fifty-five to sixty percent in its mm-hmm. second weekend. Maybe it can hold a little bit better than that, but that's where I would imagine it falls. Um, so that would put it around thirty-ish million. To, well, I guess like twenty-five-ish million. Right. Um, I don't think The Lion King will hold quite well enough to fend that off. Okay, but yeah. I, I think it'll be close. I think they're going to be really close in number next week. Because um, I don't, th- I don't know, maybe The Lion King, I'll, I'll imagine around maybe 20-ish next weekend. Um, yeah, so I guess, yeah, we'll we'll have to see and stuff how it does. But we'll hey. See, I mean, some of these other ones might just, like, shock us all. Uh, something may right. just pop about the woodwork. Maybe, you know, Melissa McCarthy got her group back and people are going out in droves to see it. We'll see. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about what's coming out next week and get our thoughts on box office numbers for those movies soon. Um, all right. So what came in number three? What do we got? So coming in at number three was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. The latest from Quentin Tarantino delivered just over 20 million in its second week of release, which is a 51.3% drop. That brings the total of Tarantino's newest film up to 78.8 million. So it has not released worldwide yet. I know, especially my friends over in Australia, they are not happy with how late they're getting Once Upon a time yeah, in Hollywood. I heard. Um, but the rest of the world is still waiting. But as of now, I mean, it's really delivering well. This is actually maybe a little bit better of a hold than I would have anticipated. It didn't lose any theaters. And yeah, I think overall people are responding well to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Right. Um, yeah, I thought it was going to drop more uh, this yeah. weekend, to be honest with you. I saw that it did have like, a big drop on Friday, but it didn't hold off the whole weekend. Um, people still want to see it. People still want to know what's it about. They love some Tarantino and stuff. And that, um, that Friday number two also takes into account the Thursday night previews, and this did really well for Thursday night. So uh, Right, uh, yeah. So 
Uh, yeah, and it's almost close to it's it's about to cross the uh, budget as far as domestic number. Um, and you said Australia is still waiting. Pretty much the whole world is still waiting. Yeah, I pretty. I don't think it's right. been like anywhere outside right. of the U.S. yet. <laughs> I well, I I think I well, I noticed all weekend they've been going to a lot of a lot of premieres like in Europe. So yeah, maybe that's right. where they're opening. Okay, uh, finally. <laughs> right. Um, there's been a lot of premieres in Europe, so we'll see how it goes. But uh, yeah, I mean, good number still domestic for um, Once Upon a Time. It's going, it went up. It, I mean, having it only drop 51% and it going up against Hobbs and Shaw and The Lion King is still really good. Um, so yeah, and good number. I think Hobbs and Shaw would have eaten into its, you know, pretty much, let's be real, heavily male audience. Um, right. So right. for it to hold on that strong is, is good. Yeah, I agree. Um, all right, so let's get into the number four spot. Awkwardly enough, I'm watching Spider-Man Homecoming on FX right now. What oh, came I... in at number four? <laughs> Coming in at number four is Spider-Man Far From Home, which delivered $7.7 in its fifth week of release. That signifies a 37.7% drop, bringing Spidey's latest flick up to $360.3 million here domestic and one point zero seven billion worldwide so a great hold for marvel's latest film this week uh just i mean adding on to the monster numbers that this latest spider-man has delivered right um yeah good weekend it's in this fifth weekend it's kind of slowly dwindling away uh far from home uh good for sony sony's in the number three and four spot um, when does that ever happen? But that's good. Two very um, different films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously, you don't say. Um, but yeah, it's losing it's losing the theaters slowly and stuff. But hey, it still has a pretty good chunk of theaters it's in. Um, so yeah, pretty good for um, Sony and Far From Home. Props to Sony for have for holding the number three and four spots. And yeah. Alrighty. Uh, number five. Number we five. We have Toy Story 4, which only dropped 31.6% this weekend for a two or $7.15 million weekend in its seventh weekend of release, bringing the new Pixar film up to $410 million domestic and $959.2 million worldwide. So Toy Story 4 still trying to inch and crawl and scratch its way <laughs> to $1 billion. We'll yeah. see if it's able to, to get there. Still got about $40 mil to go worldwide. A couple smaller openings left so i think again like we were saying last week i think it's going to be really close uh, I, right, don't know, right. I don't know if buzz and and woody have it in them to get there it's going to be close it's going to get close um i'm trying to figure out if there's i mean the the, the kid market if you i mean dora might inch might inch might like enter that market a little bit uh we'll see how it does next week but um with the Lion King being out, Spider-Man Far From Home still being there, Hobbs and Shaw. I mean, I've, I, see, I see a lot of kids in those audiences, too. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, Toy Story, I don't know about the one billion mark. I think it might just come, like, I think it might just miss it. Like, um, yeah. I don't know. But I do think it's going to come close. Where Where is it at right now, actually? 9.59. Yeah, I see... And like as far as the ending of Toy Story and this box office run, it's not gonna get out the box office for a long period of time. But I see, I see like nine again, nine seventy five, nine yeah seventy ish. You know. Yeah. 
so that's so, we'll that's gonna leave it all to Frozen. It's all right. up to Frozen to get an animated film over a billion this year. If Toy Story four can't do it, mm-hmm. right? So yeah, I'm intrigued to see if it does. I don't think it will, but we'll see. Um, we'll see how it goes. All right, so that is the top five this weekend. I guess the some of the stories coming out of it is the yeah. farewell. Like, give it a chance, A twenty four. Like put it in <laughs> well, more theaters. I think it's doing well. I think their strategy yeah. is. Pretty well though, because they're slowly just kind of like inching along, and it keeps going up and up. So this week it jumped from number ten all the way up to number seven. It made two point four two million, um, increased to four hundred nine theaters, and it's going to continue to increase. Uh, so so far it's at six point eight million. So if you're in one of those places, one of those four hundred locations that has it, go check it out, y'all. If you want to help your friends out who aren't in those four hundred locations. Get the movie. Go check it out. Yeah, the um, it's a it's 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 a bummer because like it's doing really well. It's at two million dollars only in about like four hundred theaters is really good. I remember last week it did really well too. I just wanted to get that. I wanted to get that widened release. Um, it's but it's been four weeks. It, it probably won't. Um, but I I think it's it's been doing really well so far. And like 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 you and I have said in the past. When a certain audience feels represented, they're going to come out. We saw this happen with the Asian audience last year with Crazy Rich Asians and how much of a box office success that movie was. And yeah. then, you know, in other movies, you know, with the uh, whether it's the black audience, whether it's the uh, it's the Latino audience, like yeah. they come out, they show up. So, yeah. Yeah. And yet again, for the average, it's in the top three for the top 10 for theater average. Obviously, Hobbs and Shaw had the number one, Lion King had two, but then it was the farewell with almost $6,000 per theater average, which is still a really solid average for the number of theaters it's in. So it's consistently performing really strong per theater. And I do know A24 is going to release it into further theaters next weekend, but we'll see what that number ends up being. Right. Um, and, then and then yesterday oh. had the best hold of the, the top 10 this week. Um, obviously, other than the farewell, which went up 60%. Of course. Right. Right. But it's like, wow, yesterday lost 700 theaters and only dropped 20% for mm-hmm. 2.4 million. So a great hold for that film, which is also over 100 mil worldwide. 118.9. Oh, is mil. it? Oh, wow. Yeah, worldwide and 67.9 wow. <laughs> domestic. So a really strong performance that only cost 26 million to make. So mm-hmm. a, a really good numbers for yesterday. Only yeah, twenty. I was gonna say that like twenty six million dollar budget is still doing really well. Um, I mean, I I see I I saw the I feel like the the first weekend and second weekend numbers. I saw this being that movie to just keep doing well and keep popping yeah, out. Numbers. Along. Yeah. Um. Huh, that number nine spot. It's yeah, it's almost four. out. <laughs> it's Aladdin. Eleven weeks and it is still in the top ten at number nine. Next week, I think it's gone. I, I mean, it has to, right? Oh, sorry, my my dog is going ham back there. Um, yeah, I mean, eleven weeks in the top ten, but with five new releases, I mean, this is it. This is the final week, Aladdin, for you to get your shout out. And I mean, it just shows. We got Aladdin. We've talked about it over and over. Aladdin, Lion King, Spider Man, all in the top ten. Toy Story 4 for Disney right now. They have four out of the top 10 
including a movie that's 11 weeks into its run. <laughs> what movie? Oh, my God. Yeah, Aladdin. Holy shit. I didn't even realize that. 11 weeks. Can we get this out of the top 10, please? I just need other movies to succeed. You know, meanwhile, um, Stuber dropped out in, like, three weeks. Yeah, you know, yeah. like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Stuber. I'm trying to figure out what else kind of dropped out. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Even, I don't even think Avengers Endgame stayed in for 11 weeks straight. I mean, it had right. bigger numbers overall, but I don't, I don't know that it stayed in for all 11 weeks before it jumped back in. Yeah, 11, Avengers Endgame is in the um, number 14th spot right now with 313,000, yeah. which mean, is great. good. It's on digital yeah. now, which means yeah, the Blu-ray is coming. Very excited. Crawl um, decent again, not, not really doing terrible. Yeah, actually, I remember last wasn't last week. It was um, yeah, it dropped it dropped a lot actually. Last week it was in like the number what like number six spot or like wasn't it in the top five last week? I could have sworn. Uh, crawl, yeah, it was fifth, and it dropped down. To yeah. Number eight. Okay, so uh, next week it'll probably be out. I would assume. Yeah, worldwide up to fifty three point six nine off of a thirteen point five million. So it's all hey, right. budget yeah. wise. It, it's done what it needs to do budget wise. <laughs> a good run. Right, yeah. A good run for Crawl. I'm not complaining. I'm sure they're. I'm. I'm sure Paramount oh. isn't either. Um. Yeah. Let's talk about the new releases, sort of. Um, I've been, I, so I've been trying to find this, the Nightingale for a while and it only came out in two theaters. Now, yeah, I, was I like, hope, don't even look for the next yeah. couple of weeks, no need to look. It's just going to be in like LA and New York. <laughs> yeah. Now with Loose, um, <clears throat> Loose was only in five theaters, but yeah. Loose is gonna, is coming to Boston in the week in like during the week. So right now I can catch it at one of the indie theaters. They're showing it. Um, so we'll see. I I do want to check that out, and I do want to check out the so Nightingale. Loose. Yeah, Luke I want to. Had a great, had the best per theater average out of all movies. Yeah, five theaters. Yeah, twenty six thousand. Yeah, made twenty six thousand per theater for one hundred thirty two nine sixteen overall. The Nightingale uh, also had a nice start to its run with just two theaters and made forty thousand. So you know, twenty thousand mm-hmm. per theater is also very good. Uh, yeah. Jake myself also only opened in yeah, one yeah. theater and made nineteen thousand. So. <laughs> That's pretty good. I mean, I don't I... even really know much about Jay myself. So yeah. Yeah, um, Loose and Nightingale, I really want to see. I can't wait for them to start expanding. The Nightingale, the only thing, the only reason why I'm just so intrigued in the Nightingale, just because I've, I've heard that like it's such a, it's such a brutal, riveting movie, and <laughs> it's like set in those old times. It's a female protagonist. She's out for some revenge. I, I just really want to see it. The, the, the poster is cool. She's like covered in blood. I just know it's gonna be brutal, and I know it's gonna be bloody. I, I heard people people <laughs> walking out of that movie too because of how brutal it is. But I want to yeah. see it. Like and I'm um, hearing a ton of huge buzz for loose too. Exactly. Like, bring yeah. those theaters. Bring them to theaters near us. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um. Yeah. I I want to see those two really really badly. I was trying to look forward to them this weekend, but they're not showing anywhere in Boston yet. Um. Loose is start is starting to play in Boston tomorrow, but the Nightingale. I'm not sure if I'm gonna. Get it. Why is it starting on Monday? I, I, you tell me. I don't know because I looked up the showtimes. I looked up showtimes for Friday. Nothing. Saturday. Nothing. Sunday. Nothing. Actually, it starts tonight at ten. What? I'm just so confused at the 
the um the the show times for loose but that's tomorrow crazy. it's like in in the indie theaters all day so i'm just, i'm assuming that's going to be the case for the entire week and we'll see but um all right let's get into what's coming out next weekend um right. next weekend we have dora and the lost city of gold how was that by the way mm. <laughs> i mean i would imagine I, I don't know other people have been much nicer to I it saw. i saw <laughs> so there are some folks that thought it was actually a lot of fun so this is going to be an interesting one i i actually am interested to see how audiences react to this dora movie i'm just confused i still even after watching the movie i don't know who they made it for it feels like it was made for smaller kids but then the action and you aged her up to be a teenager feels like it should be aimed at you know a little bit older kid group like teens and preteens but the material is not for them i don't know Um... it's very weird i don't understand yeah, I don't know. I, I really don't know why they made this Dora movie like this. It's not even Dora anymore. I mean, it's like it's Tomb Raider mixed in with some Temple Run mixed in with like it's just too much. I, mean, I, when you I watch never the show, they, they definitely make sure, you know, it's Dora. I'll tell you that. Is she talking to the camera? She talks into at the oh! for a while, but then she's just so happy and just so like Dora. Like it's just it's oh, like no. whoa, well, I mean, I don't know. I I thought it was very strange all across the board because I didn't get it, but you know, we'll see. I think if your kids like Dora right now, yeah. they're gonna like the film. I think they will enjoy watching it. I guess. So there's that. Um, I'm not looking forward to it to be honest. That that CGI boots is looking horrific, and yeah, it's Fox not is uh, even worse. Um, is that the main villain? Just the well, CGI? No. Fox? Yeah, the little CGI fox. Well, he's like a side villain. Okay, all right, we'll see. Um, we also have the kitchen, uh, scary stories to tell in the dark, and the art of racing in the rain. Um, we also have a lot more. We also have the peanut Banks. butter falcon. And Brian Banks. Um, as far as what I'm looking forward to, I do have a screening tomorrow for the, for the kitchen um, and stuff. So we'll see. Art of Racing in the Rain. I guess I don't even. I don't know about all these movies. Um, I think I'm gonna catch out. Try to catch like two of them. Uh, we'll see because there's a lot coming out next week, and that's not. On, I don't have a lot of time for all of these movies. Uh-huh. Scary. Now. Getting into the box office, um, Larry. What do you mean? There's six movies coming out next weekend. Are you you can me? see him. You can Larry, see him. Listen, okay, we'll see. Um, Brian Banks. I have a screening for that Wednesday. Um, Tuesday, Alex and I are doing the re-release of It, Chapter One. So I'm pumped for that. Um, as far as box office goes, out of these six movies, um, I think the one that's gonna make like a good buck, I would say, is Dora. Um, I, I don't think the kitchen and all these other movies are gonna do well. I just really? don't. I don't see it. I don't see it. If they do well, then that's great. But yeah, I just I, don't see a big number for these movies at all. I mean, again, I'm just really curious for Dora. I don't even know what to expect out of Dora. I mean, I, I really don't. I don't know who they've marketed it to. I just I don't know. Um, the Art of the Racing in the Rain will probably be like eight million, which is actually a shame because it's really. I thought it was really quite good. Um, so there's that. Um, scary stories again with horror, these like mid budget, like kind of horror films. I don't know, maybe around 12 to 14, somewhere in there is what I would think. The kitchen, I would guess, right around something like 12 to 14, too. I, I mean, I don't think it's gonna bomb, but you know, oh no, it is right. What it is. And then Brian Banks, I just don't think it's been advertised well. I'm really excited, actually. I hope it's good. I don't know if it'll be good, uh, but. 
Yeah, so I I don't know. I'll probably see that one Thursday because I'm seeing The Kitchen tomorrow as well. And then mm-hmm. I'm seeing Scary Stories on Wednesday. When And I've already reviewed Dora and The Art of Racing in the Rain. So I'll probably catch Brian Banks on Thursday. I, I, I didn't get any of those screenings that um you and Tyler got for um Dora and The Art of Racing <laughs> in the Rain. Would you have been out there yesterday morning? Yes, I was working. Oh, so okay. yeah, I was worried. That, that's we, that's part of the reason. Be up and out it early yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's part of the reason why. Like, um, if I had it my way, I my job would be non-existent, and this would be my my actual only job, and I'd see all the movies that comes out. But with my job, especially with all these doubles, and then and then being there from from like four a.m. to like four p.m., the last thing I want to do is go sit in the movie theater although i want to so bad but like not for like dora i'm just like I, like i'm tired as fuck you know what i'm saying like um so I mean, we'll see a crazy week because it, it is a lot see. yeah it's a I lot have to check and see if loose is going to be opening here next weekend uh peanut butter falcon i'm really interested in so i'm also going to be checking to see if that's going to open in an indie theater or if it's just opening in like la and new york again or whatever mm-hmm. i don't know um, yeah, if, if if I if I had the week off, like guarantee I would like take tomorrow to go to the kitchen screening. Tuesday would be the, the it re-release plus like another movie that I haven't seen yet. Uh, Wednesday would be uh, would be like two movies. Thursday would be two movies. Friday would be two movies. I would <laughs> I would love to be I would love to have that kind of life. Sean Chandler, curse you. But I don't have that kind of life. So <laughs> I, know, I, I, I mean I'm happy. Bills. I'm happy that the screening for The Art of Racing in the Rain was last week and that Dora had its screening on Saturday so that they at least spaced out these screenings. However, y'all, did, I didn't see numbers for it either. There was like an Angry Birds 2 pre-showing that you could have went to this I weekend. I saw that too, yeah. And I didn't see went. it. I didn't see it until I looked because people were like, oh yeah, I have an Angry Birds screening. And I was like, what? Okay. Uh, you know, I hadn't seen one, but I just assumed they got a screening for it. No, I could have went. I was like, oh, dang it. Like, really? I could have had my review up. <laughs> it's a bummer. Yeah, it's you really don't know about these things it's until weird. you, like, look into a rabbit hole and find and them. I like it was from Target. Like, it was a... Yeah, a, you just like, never Target. know. What? Sometimes it'll be like... That? Sometimes it'll be like Fandango. Like, no one tells you unless you look for it, you know? So, like, with the It one, I was on Twitter. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. And then I'm seeing this random post that was retweeted by somebody else. And I said, what? A re-release for It? And then I clicked on it. It's for Fandango. Two days only, yesterday and Tuesday, and I said, "Well, damn." I mean, I and then it's it's plus plus with that they're doing a um extra like a footage from um it chapter two, like a scene. Oh. So I was like, "Oh, I want to see that." I can't wait for it chapter two. It's coming up soon. Um, speaking of that, that's tracking really well. Are you gonna uh, you gonna don your clown makeup and go to the uh, clown only screening at Alamo or what? I, that sounds like a nightmare waiting to happen. I don't know why they think this is okay. A night well. Up- screening i just need to know where are the men angry that were so mad that alamo did a female only screening of wonder woman where are y'all mad that you can't go to this clown screening that's what i want raise your hands raise your hands if you're mad um, are you mad i hate that so much like what why be a (laughs) Why be upset about, like, I think that's awesome. You know what I mean? Like, I remember when, um, even when, like, like, 
what was that movie that came out? Um, no, yeah, Ocean's Eight. They had like a couple of all women screenings for that movie too. When that came out, there was one in downtown, and I remember <laughs> I was in the theater, and it was like these girls were talking to their guy friends, and you know I'm nosy as hell, so I'm just listening. Uh- <laughs> <And> I- <laughs> So they're like, um, yeah, we're going into the all-girl screening. And the guy was like, what? The all-girl what? Are you kidding me? It's going to be empty in there. Who wants to just be in the movies like with all the same sex? I said, what, dude? Are you kidding me? What are you What are you talking about? So, um, of course, it was sold out. I mean, come on. It's downtown. <laughs> it's a Friday. It's like these women. And they, and they, they like AMC was advertising like – free cocktails and it was like it was i wanted to be in there i was like this looks fun like you know this sounds fun but like you know know, for this clowns i'm like listen i don't want them in my screening so go ahead and give them their own no (laughs) right yeah i don't need nobody coming in looking like a clown while i'm watching it chapter two i agree i agree community have their own that shit leave that shit there let women have, I don't understand. And yeah. it's elbow. It's, you know what I mean? A lot of the times, that, I mean, I'm not sure that for Ocean's 8, I just remember the Wonder Woman one was like Alamo. And it was like, oh, come on. Um, yeah, Ocean's 8 was AMC. It was like a one night thing. Like a Friday. stuff at Alamo all the time. And now AMC does that like girls night out every now and then. Yeah, that's kind of what it was, but it was yeah, kind of like a more. Yeah, stuff. that's what it was, I believe. It, it, they did that for that, and what was the movie with? I already forgot the movie with Anne Hathaway and uh, Rebel Wilson that came out this year. The hustle. The hustle. Yeah, I was gonna say hustle. Yeah, they did the Taraji P. Uh, what women want for that? Uh, yeah, and um, yeah. So who cares? I mean, really. Um. All right. So um, yeah. I guess that's it. That's uh, it. That's it for this weekend's box office. Um, yeah, it chapter two is tracking really well. Um, do you think it's gonna be that before we get off the air? Do you think it's gonna um, become? It's tracking right now. Early tracking has it becoming like the highest grossing R-rated film, which right now is Deadpool, the first Deadpool. Um, it chapter three is wow. it chapter one is number three in that kind of um, in that ranking. What's and number stuff? two? Number two is Deadpool 2. Oh, definitely. So number, if I remember, because I don't feel like pulling it up. Deadpool but number, is like, what, 155, 150-ish? Deadpool was 143. Oh, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get annoyed. Let me just search this up. Uh, I'm good because I'm going to get getting, I hate getting numbers wrong. And then it, uh, chapter one was like 18, right? 118 or something? Yes, top gross. I, and I still don't know. I still don't know how that happened. You know what I mean? Like, I, I remember when that movie came out. And I remember when that movie came out and it just like did bonkers numbers. And I was just so like flabbergasted. Like, yeah. what? like, you know, um, original, it says, it says of like, you know, all time, but I want to, I want the opening weekend ones, um, all time box office domestic. Give me one second. Opening. But I know number one is Deadpool 2. Deadpool 2, which has, all right, here it is. Um, Deadpool, Deadpool, the first one, which did 132 million. Uh, Right, Deadpool 2, 125. And then It, Chapter 1, 123. The Matrix Reloaded, uh, for some reason, 91. And then American Sniper, 89. Um, So. 
right now they have it chapter two ranking at about 140 to 150 and if it does that then it'll become not only the highest grossing horror movie opening weekend but it'll become the highest grossing r-rated movie which is bonkers if you think about it um your thoughts you think it's gonna you think it's gonna crack that 150 um i think it definitely could uh, again with the i mean the first one already at 123 i mean that's a huge yeah, number yeah um and i think people are pretty excited for this it chapter two so i know i am Woo. I, I think it's wait. definitely going to open bigger than its predecessor. So we'll right. see. Uh, uh, that would be pretty cool to have the but, highest R-rated flick be a horror. I'm going to say it. Yeah, and, and it's um and and everyone see with Deadpool two, they thought that would be like a bunch, like a lot more than Deadpool one, and it wasn't. It was one twenty five. Um, so I don't know. It's a lot. It's a lot. We'll see how it does because Deadpool two. Um, that week, I mean, it actually wasn't going up against anything but like book club and show dogs. Um, uh, it came out on a Wednesday too, which kind of dampered it a little bit. But um, yeah, we'll see. But I am excited for it chapter two. We'll talk about that more as the as it gets closer and stuff. But um, all right, guys, that is it for episode twenty three of the box office beatdown show. Larry, thank you so much for joining me once again in this weekend. Um, let everyone know where they can find you, what's coming up on your channel this week, even though we kind of already talked about it a little bit. <laughs> yeah, so uh, you can find me on YouTube as well as Instagram and Twitter, all at the handle LC Screen Talk. As for this week, I am doing my review for The Kitchen tomorrow. I 100% again will have my next Blu-ray hunting video this week as well. And then Wednesday see a review for scary stories tell in the dark and then thursday it's not a hundred percent but more than likely will be my review for brian banks otherwise i'm floating around a couple ideas also we'll see if any of these indies open so those are the the four videos to expect during the week though all right is there anything big coming out on the for box office on tuesday not box uh, office for blue rays well, I mean, I'm a huge Pokemon nerd, so Detective oh, Pikachu no. is coming on out. <laughs> did you, um, was last week Alita Battle Angel, did you get that? <laughs> I did, uh, no, I think it was the week before. Yeah, did you week get the... Was Alita, I did. Did you I get the Blu-ray? I mean, the steelbook? I oh, you did. I, I, I missed the steelbook. I, I missed had to it. Splurge. Well, because I was like, listen, I know that the Blu-ray will probably go on sale for like Black Friday or something. But Alita was one of those ones where I was like, if I'm going to own it, I got to own the steelbook. Otherwise, I, know, I, don't, that's I, don't why. Need, I don't need to buy it if I'm not going to get the steelbook. <laughs> I totally, yeah, I totally agree with you because I'm not buying it the regular, the regular, yeah. like, the, mm -hmm. you know, regular Blu-ray case. That steelbook is really, really pretty, though. And I wanted that. I was like, I really do want the steelbook. Just like with us. Like I was spending so much money when Us came out, but I was like, I know if I don't buy this steelbook, I'm gonna miss it, and I'm yeah. gonna be upset because the steelbook of Us is so nice. It's that and gold, the These gold silver. Are crazy, y'all. These Alita, yeah. Alita didn't make like huge numbers, but its fans are like wild. The Alita fans are ride or die. They sold that steelbook out. <laughs> well, I mean, that's just my thing with steelbooks in general. They sell out really quick. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't get it the day or at least the day after, you're not gonna get it. So, that's like, I've, I've. 
Yeah, like I've missed so many steel books. Like I've still, I, I still want. I haven't bought Bohemian Rhapsody yet because I want the gold steel yeah. book. I right, want listen, that so bad. That was a case. You know me and Bohemian Rhapsody have our weird relationship, but I bought that. But you got book. it. That's what because I'm saying. It's nice. The steel right? book was beautiful. That steel yeah. book. Was, that was another one. I'm not gonna own the film if I don't get this steel book. Uh, exactly. It's too pretty to pass out. <laughs> <laughs> you see, I, I, I'm glad I have you in my life because everyone tells me Dwayne. Why are you spending so much money on these still books? Right. They go on your shelf. I'm like, mom, you don't, mom, Dana, you guys don't get it. All right. These still <laughs> books are just like, they're, they're gorgeous. And like, I, I missed that. I've missed, I missed a Bumblebee still book, which is like the yellow. Oh, no. I, I've missed a lot of still books and I'm so upset about it. So I don't have any of those movies because I want the still book and I know right. I want the still book and I'm going to yeah. find it. I'll pay the 40 bucks, whatever, on eBay. Some of these <laughs> I like held off. Like First Man, I, I was waiting for it to go on sale because it was one where I enjoyed it, but I didn't like love, love it and need it right away. Right. I was, I was, I'm just shocked. I was like, really? We didn't get a still book for First Man. I was a little bit surprised. And every now and then, and Best Buy pulls some mess where, like, War for the Planet of the Apes, for instance, which still annoys me, it did not have a steelbook upon its initial Blu-ray release. And then, like, half a year later, they released a steelbook. <laughs> Are you talking about the, uh, the um, that kind of, the trilogy steelbooks for those? How, like, they, they have... Well, no, they, have they did, like, space. a random one. They did a random one for the third one that's, like, red. Um, and I was just like, what the hell? Like, well, I <laughs> so know I they have... That- I, I I know they have like the first two. Um, yeah. I I know had it, and they just didn't have right. it for this one at all. Or like <laughs> Wonder Woman, they released like a way cooler steelbook a, a year after the first one. Because I don't I don't know. Uh, some of y'all might be fans. I'm not a huge fan of the DC like hand drawn steelbook look. So I usually go actually with the Target one because they have that like digibook with it. Mm-hmm. Wonder Woman, I double dipped because I just loved it so much I couldn't help myself. So I bought the steelbook and the digibook. But then they released this like black cover that was so much nicer. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, is it? Oh, I want to look. Why couldn't they it? have done this when they first released it? But <laughs> yeah, I hate that too because that happens a lot. Because I'll be like, oh my god, these still. Oh, I see which Wonder Woman you're talking about now. That it is nice. Yeah, it's like so um, much. I, that I, is I, nice. I would have rather had that than this steelbook I have. And I'm like, I'm not going crazy and buying the third one now. That's too much. But I'm putting this Wonder Woman one in my in my in my cart though. Right? That is nice. <laughs> Yeah, like Lion King, Disney has released at least three steelbooks for the Lion King. The 94 Already? animated film. Oh, okay, film, okay, yeah. 94 animated film. Every year, I feel like I turn around and they've released a new signature collection Lion King. And I'm like, what in the world are you doing, Disney? Like, this um, is too much. Also, you didn't like, so you're talking about the hand-drawn steelbooks. I, I like the Aquaman one. I actually bought that one, that steelbook. Uh, yeah, I was like, I, I don't like know. I go one. in and out. I usually just get, like I said, that digibook. I did yeah. pick up, uh, so a digital code, just, I guess, a preview for y'all. This week, I did pick up Fast Color while it was still on sale, uh, Blind Buy. So that digital code is going to become available Tuesday. And I am I still haven't watched it yet, though. I'm going to watch it tonight, actually. Right, right. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm excited. I know the next big, big, big still book is Avengers Endgame. And best believe that's going to my cart that morning and i'm gonna pick it up after work what's wrong with you and and your disdain for pikachu i mean it was fine i thought it was fine 
Um, I though Pikachu. It's not steelbook worthy though. Is it a steelbook? <laughs> it's not. It no, it's, it's not. Of course. It's Listen, not Pokemon fans will probably be going ham that day too, grabbing up a steelbook. I'm sure, not me. What they should have done is released like uh, an exclusive, like little plush or like a little figure. Of Target Pikachu. might do that. Target, I bet you maybe. they would have went ham. Like people, yeah. Pokemon fans, we go, we we crazy for our Pokemon. <laughs> um. Lastly, everyone, um, because we're still trying to make, uh, I'm sorry, I, I promise we're going to end the show soon, but we're still trying to make some last minute adjustments, trying to figure out who's coming and who's not. But October, I know I will be there and Larry will be there and yeah. Tyler Calvert will be there and Hannah will be there. Um, we are, we will be meeting up finally, the four Ooh. of us for the first time going to, um, what is it? Ace Comic Con Chicago? Yeah. Ace Midwest. Ace Midwest. Um, I'm excited in for Chicago. it. I definitely, what, what? I definitely, definitely need another kind of Comic Con trip. <laughs> I know it's not as big as San Diego, of course. Nothing really is, but I need to get away once again, and I'm super pumped. But um, we're trying to figure out, we're trying to figure out housing and like, I know I gotta, I still gotta um do some last minute stuff before I oh. confirm it and so stuff. We'll be but doing I'm a super- live box office show while we're out there. I'm sure we'll yes. be doing some sort of recap or like talking right. about the con. I'll be vlogging for my channel so you'll get to see us. If you go subscribe to my channel, you'll see Dwayne, Hannah, Tyler, me, all of us on there. <laughs> right. And I'm super pumped to all to meet Larry for the first time and hear that voice live in color. I'm gonna be like Larry, holy shit, it's you. <laughs> um so yeah, I'm super pumped. Everyone's gonna be. We're all gonna try to get out there. Um, this is like the the calm before the storm because of course we'll have this, and then um, next year San Diego Comic Con will be a bunch of like all, pretty much almost all of us there. Um, we'll see. But um, yeah, I'm excited for Chicago um, box office beatdown from Chicago live. That's gonna be kind of fun. Um, and we're gonna be at like episode what like sixty something probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we'll see how it goes. But as far as the show, everyone, that is it. Larry already said his slate for the weekend. Sorry we went on a tangent. If you if you kept listening, thank you. Hey, how are you? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, all right. You can find me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94, Instagram, Cinemaniac1994, as far as the page, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Cinemania World. Um, as far as for us, this weekend, this week, we'll have tomorrow, hopefully, the kitchen, if my job doesn't like, make me stay late, um, the kitchen review, as well as our Euphoria season finale review with Hannah and I will be tomorrow. Um, Tuesday will be no show. Wednesday will be the world show. We'll see what kind of people we'll have for Wednesday's show. Um, and then uh, some movie reviews. I don't know which ones yet. We'll see. Um, and yeah, next week we'll have episode 24 of the Box Office Beatdown Show, so that'll be fun. Um, talk about all those opening releases that's coming out next week. We'll see how it goes. And that is it. Um, Larry, thank you once again. Hope you have a good night, sir. You too. Um, all right, guys, that is it. My name is Dwayne. That is Larry. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.